0: You're listening to the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Chats with Susan Burrell. I help strong, capable women who have pockets of self-doubt access their inner wisdom, and clarify their own truth. This is where we have rich conversations about empowerment, radiating your brilliance out into the world, and loving yourself more than you ever have before. And today, I have a treat for you, a repurposed show from my broadcast radio show called Living Your Inspired Life. Enjoy. more joy, everything. It's inspired young people. Inspiration comes from within you. When you clear out the garbage that's in your mind, you then create space for something better, more beautiful to come in. Let's have life and have it more abundantly. I say yes. It's like taking a workshop I get to be in my pajamas. We have a very active imagination, which is why it's important to learn how to harness it and then point it in the direction you want to go. I listen to your show every day. It's time now for Living Your Inspired Life with Susan Burrell. Susan is no-nonsense, inspirational, motivational, and fun. This is Positive Talk Radio. Practical wisdom for everyday life. It's a gift you give yourself. Now, here's Susan. And welcome to Living Your Inspired Life. You're listening to News Talk 1590 KVTA. And... Living Your Inspired Life, everybody, in case you don't know, is running an Indiegogo crowdfunding campaign so we can keep uh, positive talk radio, which is how we brand ourselves, on the air. So I invite you to go to livingyourinspiredlife.org. Look at the Indiegogo campaign. You can click through the website, the Inspired Life website, to the Indiegogo campaign and see what we're offering. We got great perks happening, and uh, and donate if you are really loving what we do here every week. So I thank you in advance for all of your support and your contribution. And with that, or because of the Indiegogo campaign and the launch and all the stuff we're navigating, the Living Your Inspired Life team and myself, I began to contemplate, all right, really, 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 what does living an inspired life mean to me right now? You know, I always have to, like, check in with myself, dust off whatever I thought it was and reevaluate who am I now and where am I going and what is it I really want to experience in my life? So I was I was having these... um thoughts, if you will. And I realized that uh, for me, living an inspired life is to live my life as full as I can, as fully as I can, as fully awake and aware as I can. And and what that means for me then is I got to sit down every day and check in with myself and, and kind of constantly, not kind of, absolutely take time daily to clear my mind and what I mean by that is um to get rid of all the story I run all the time okay some of the story let me just be honest partially what a piece maybe a monochrome okay a minute part of the story that I run in my mind (sighs) to get rid of that as much as possible and just clear out any hurts or or resentments god you know or judgments i'm raising my hand you know i know there's people out there listening okay i don't have any hurts but resentments i got or i you know i don't judge people but you know what the other day when so and so said that thing to me man kaboom i would have loved to have slapped them so it takes it does take time so sitting down with myself and clearing out any any resistance to anything that i might not want to do or i might want to do but don't know how to And it means sitting down with myself. That's what I do for supporting myself and having uh, an inspired life and living it from the inside out, living my life from the inside out. So one day, uh, right after the launch of the Indiegogo campaign, stuff came up for me. And I was like, darn, all right, I got to put my butt in a chair and contemplate this. What is this? Ask my questions. What, What is showing up here? And I realized... That I was carrying a backpack of burden. Okay, do you get what that is? A backpack of responsibilities that I thought I owed other people, or that people like stuffed in the. You know how you can reach into somebody's backpack and they don't know when they have it on, you know, and you can just toss a few things in there or take a few things out if that's the kind of person you are. So I didn't realize, but in launching this Indiegogo campaign for living your inspired life, I became aware that I was carrying way too much, way too many burdens in my backpack. And you know, I was thinking about this watching school kids getting off the bus the other day. Every single one has a backpack and they all look overloaded with books. It almost like where their shoulder blades are going to be popped out because their backpack is so heavy. And that's what I realized when I checked in with myself. That's what my mental backpack felt like, like it just so full of rocks of responsibility or burden or, or even resentment and whatever it was that I had stuffed in there. And I thought, you know what, I don't need to carry this anymore. This is, this is who I was up until right now. And right now, in this moment, I can choose to just drop it, just drop the whole pack. And so what I did in my contemplation was I mentally saw myself removing that backpack and just leaving it in the middle of the street. Dumped it, walked away. And I got to tell you, that helped me mentally and emotionally to feel lighter. And then to check in with myself again, what is it that I might be resisting or resenting? And, and since I unburdened my backpack of responsibility, since I just left it there... And walked away, the whatever the the resistance or the judgment or the resentment or whatever it is that shows up on a daily basis, because we all got that stuff that clings to us, whether it's ours or somebody else's. You know, it's like dust bunnies. You 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 don't recognize they're there until you look down at the floor and you see they've been multiplying without you knowing. So, <laughs> so what I realized is I felt lighter anyway, so I could move forward with my life in a more positive. Manner with a more positive attitude, and 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 stay focused on the intention I set, uh, whether it was you know whatever my eating program is or the Indiegogo campaign, but to be focused. So today I I was contemplating what we're going to talk about, unpacking your backpack of burden, and so I went to. Some of the guests that we've had on Living Your Inspired Life and pulled out some quotes from some of their books, That that's the awesome thing about this show, is we've been having some phenomenal conversations with people that are on the leading edge of shift, of change, and the leading edge of empowerment, and, and, and most of these people that I've had conversations with, they are writing a book about it or doing a seminar about it because they want to share with people the thing they have learned in their life, you know, so it's not like I've researched and become the leading authority. They've lived the things that they share in their books and on air with me. They've lived it and practiced it and found out that it works for them. So they're sharing it with us. Yay. Yay for that. So I have a quote from my, this man, Howard Falco, who uh, was on the show a few months ago and um, he wrote a book called time in a bottle mastering the experience of life so this is the quote this is what howard says about uh... resistance and negative energy the negative energy of resistance is also what keeps you from the balanced and focused state of mind that you require to make more empowering choices it's like splashing water in a pond and at the same time trying to see the bottom of it do you get that you can't do that right So he goes on to say, when you stop fighting the truth of what is happening, relax and let go of the fear. There is much more calmness and clarity of mind. This is when the answers can easily be seen and found and new positive actions can take place. Thank you, Howard, my dear. So when I saw this, I was like, yep, that's what I'm doing when I'm I'm sitting down with myself and clarifying my mind and going, okay, who am I resentful of now? What, you know, what? What am I holding judgment on? What, what hurt am I carrying that I need to just clear out? I need to be more calm about. It. I need to stop muddying the pond, thinking that that action or that movement or that doingness is going to give me the answer. I need to just sit, let the dust or the silt go to the bottom, and then I can see what my choices are. Because we always have choices. So another way that I do this of, of unpacking my backpack of burdens, besides kind of doing a mental visualization on it, if you will, I also journal a lot. And the journaling helps. It's like I'm having a conversation with myself, writing it out. And times when I don't feel I have time or the desire to write I'll call a friend and talk it out with a friend and and brainstorm here's what I'm feeling here's what I'm thinking what what can you reflect to me what what is it you can see that I can't see because I'm stuck inside my own uh, stuff and then sometimes I have to just say okay I let it go I give it up I surrender and I just am gonna see what happens so for me again living my inspired life is also about trying to balance all that stuff, you know, balancing all the, all the positive with the seeming chaos and the seeming negative and balancing what I'm really focusing on right now, everybody, is how to balance fun and playtime with work and being, uh, if you will, industrious, and how to balance like meditation with action. And, and this is something I've not done before, because I've always been the I was taught as a young child to be the one to put your nose to the grindstone, right? And you cannot play until you get the work done. And you get the work done, and then you can have as much fun as possible, except that now as an adult, I recognize the work is never done. The work's never done. There's always more work to do, whether you're working at a corporation or a small business or you're raising a family, there's always stuff that needs to get done at some point in time. The, the to-do list is never crossed off completely. It just keeps getting add to, added to. So in trying to find the balance between fun and work and meditation and action and stillness and beingness and t- and doingness, all that stuff, I realized that I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of navigating a, a paradox here now. Okay, so are you guys ready for this? A paradox. Living in the paradox. And for me, it feels like, it it appears to be now, the paradox of freedom and intention. And what that means to me is the freedom... The freedom to allow myself to be exactly who I am and to allow myself to also be in that place of change, that place of morphing into whatever the next expression of Susan is and and having the freedom to do that as opposed to the place where I've set a goal and I have to achieve it and I cannot deter, I cannot detour or be deterred from achieving that goal and so that's why I feel like there's a paradox and I instead of calling it a goal I'm calling it intention because I want I'm trying attempting in this place of trying to find balance in my life I'm attempting to live in the paradox of having freedom enough to change when change is needed or to shift my perception and my perspective a couple of degrees to see more than I'm currently seeing in my focus state and the paradox of intention which intention to me is is about goal setting but it often does need to be tweaked it needs to be redirected a little bit and that means it means that I have got to allow my intentions my intentions to shift a bit to change a bit just and so there's that paradox of freedom and intention Which actually, like breath, if I can live in that paradox of holding, just holding space to breathe, right, just inhale and exhale to allow what's occurring and to allow myself to internally change so that I can go with where my intentions are leading me. I really hope you guys are getting this. That's what inspiration does. It leads us it leads us to where it is we're supposed to go next. And it cannot be planned. It can't be figured out. You can kind of brainstorm it a little bit or vision on it. But the ultimate thing or the paradox is you have to be free to let it all go and see what happens. And if we can or when, okay, for me, after having unpacked that backpack of burden and responsibility – I did realize, I have realized, that I am free to live my intentions, okay? The intention is about achieving what it is for me I set out to do, and currently it's about balancing fun and work. But living your inspired life is really about uh, following that inspiration that comes from within and allows your. you to see the bigger picture than what we thought, than what we individually thought or collectively thought, and see the larger picture because we've lifted up and moved uh, over just a bit to, to... I, the image i get is this big crane that's moving up and you're in the bucket and you can shift the crane so you can reach the the telephone pole or you can shift the crane so you can trim the tr- top of the tree or you can shift the crane so you can see the view of the city you know you're in control of where that crane's view where that bird's eye view is and you're not you don't have to just be focused on one place so when you can get to a higher vista if you will in your mind and by navigating the emotions that keep you in resistance if you can get to that higher vista then all those uh infinite possibilities if you will all those opportunities uh will be made available available to you so again as i was like contemplating this what is how do i choose i susan choose to live my inspired life I went back to another great guest I had on the show, Greg Lavoie, and, and he wrote a book called Vital Signs, How to Nurture Your Passion in Life. And uh, and he and I had a great conversation on Living Your Inspired Life about how to be in the present moment and, and what causes us not to be in the present moment and, and how to maintain your passion for your life or your passion for the goal you set or even your passion for for the relationship you're in whether it's a work relationship or a love relationship how, how do you maintain that commitment and there's ebbs and flows so Greg says this about paradox he said the ability to hold paradox builds tremendous resilience into people and their relationships and diplomacies. this is interesting to me the ability to stretch yourself wide enough to encompass both or even many sides of an issue, naturally mitigates against tyranny, both within and among people, because it refuses to elevate one side at the expense of the other. It holds them both. Paradox does. It holds them both. It tolerates the tension between them long enough to allow them to inform and educate one another. So being able to live in the paradox, which is extremely uncomfortable for people, Hello, I'm raising my hand. It's very challenging. It can be. Um, It gives you the opportunity to become more informed, to look at other perspectives, to, if you will, listen deeply to the other ideas that are being shared or the other um, viewpoints that you're never, ever going to see. And you begin to see them or glimpse them if you're able to hold yourself in the idea of navigating that paradox, it, the paradox of freedom, the paradox of intention, the paradox of love, because love is certainly a paradox. And that's one of the things that is at the root of my intention to live my inspired life is to be love as much as I can be. And in being that and giving that out to the world if you will out to whom whomever i come into contact with i receive new information i receive actually more love more ref- love reflected to me but i also get prospects perspectives and ideas that i would never in a million years hear if i'm standing in the place of of uh, contention or resistance or resentment or judgment when i stand in those places everything shuts down and you know i just see those shutters all going click 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 click, click, and you can't see out and nobody can see in but when i practice that place of just being in that in open-hearted love as much as possible i feel inspired by life i feel it from the inside out i feel that breath of life that is uh tickling me if you will um Make pulling me up short where i I experience gratitude for absolutely no reason I can figure out, except that wow, it just pops into my heart, and that's the place I am choosing now to to live my life from that inner inspiration that is really anchored in love, and therefore I get to be that joy that I up until very recently had not experienced because i was so focused on the myopic here's the goal gonna get it nose to the grindstone can't play until i've got my work done don't know who i am you know whatever those stories are we all run all of us have these stories and i gotta tell you i you know i was talking to uh, a client of mine who's about to bust out big in uh on the world stage with uh, a business and all of these things. And the thing that she continually affirms is it's so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. Are you hearing that? Do, Do you get how that sounds? Yeah. So it's so hard. When do you, my question to her is always, when do you want it not to be hard? But you don't understand, she'll argue. You don't understand. It's really challenging. I get it. I get it you think it's hard you think it's challenging and I gotta tell you people it's hard for as long as I choose for it to be hard it's hard because I'm in resistance to sitting down and doing the inner work to change whatever it is inside of me that thinks it's hard and challenging but the minute I sit down and do that work of unpacking my backpack of burdens and just dumping it all out and saying I'm not picking any of it up again the minute I get rid of the hard rocks those hard challenges that I hold in my mind, then the outer experience of my life that appears to be challenging or obstacle f- filled becomes an easier place to navigate. So I'm sharing that piece with you because when we affirm the thing we think it is, and this also happens too when you say it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Oh my God. <laughs> really? Really? It's all good because, you know, from my perspective, and now remember, I'm up in that crane bucket thing looking around. From my perspective, it's not all good. You know, life just isn't always all good. There are those dips in the road. There's those um, up-downs that, you know, there's a road out to Vegas, and it goes up and down and up and down and up and down. And when you're on the up, the road looks straight, but then you hit the down. And then you get up again, and the road looks straight, and then you hit the down. Hello. So it's just about navigating the up-downs of life, right? And the way we do that is by unburdening our backpack, by taking time daily just to sit down with yourself for five minutes, people. Take five minutes. Five minutes once a day makes a big difference. And if you can build it to five minutes twice a day, wow. And if you could even build it to... A minute, every hour, just to sit down and check in. Where am I now? Who am I now? What What am I feeling right now? What is it I really want to focus on on this in this next hour? What? Oh, yes, that's right. Reminding myself. I have chosen today to be open-hearted love. Oh, yes, that's right. I have chosen today to release my resistance. Oh, yes, that's right. I let go of any resentment I'm holding toward that person who just did or said something I didn't like. Taking taking time hourly for just one minute it doesn't take a lot it's not hard people I'm telling you it's not challenging I'm telling you you just have to set an intention have it be part of your intention to become more mindful there's a lot of um, guests that we've had on living your inspired life who are all about the mindfulness practice if you will that's the new uh, for lack of a better word I frontier (laughs) it's been around for centuries but right now it's on the american scope so it seems cool and new and i'm being mindful but really you know you're just being meditative and conscious anyway being mindful is important and we've had several guests on uh who talk about that we've have a couple of life coaches that have talked about it we have some uh uh practicing Buddhists that have come on the show to talk about being mindful and how to do it. And it does not take a lot. As long as you set the intention, today I will be mindful. And if you get through the day and you went, oh, darn, I didn't do that mindfulness thing, then you got tomorrow. You start again. You start right where you are. And you can always pick it up. You can always start anew. So um, I just want to say what some of the burdens are that I uncovered when I I pulled out my backpack stuff. One of them was these responsibilities that I was carrying for Oh, all my life that were given to me as a small child from my family of origin. And responsibilities like you are as uh, the oldest and then being a girl that you should be responsible for making sure that everybody is taken care of. Really? Because I kind of thought I came here to have fun. No, no. You know, you need to make sure that you are taking care of everybody. So I invite you to look at what are some of the, quote unquote, responsibilities that got put in your backpack at an early age, maybe three, four. Definitely by the time you were going to school, there were expectations and responsibilities put in there that we didn't even know about. I didn't even know I had a backpack on me, you know, until just recently. I was like, wow, I, I think I'm okay. No. So if you're feeling overburdened, overresponsible, uh, taken advantage of, I just check in with yourself. What's in that backpack that I need to take out? What's in that backpack that I didn't even know I was carrying that my family of origin put in there or an old lover put in there or an ex-boss? In my case, it was an ex-acting teacher put all sorts of garbage in my backpack. But go in there and, and just see and sort it out. It's, it's time. And and really, 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 people, it's just time to put the backpack down and walk away. If you want another backpack, there's plenty of places you can go pick one up. Hey, maybe you could even go someplace like a foreign country to pick up a new backpack. Do you know what I'm saying? to open your, broaden your experience of life so that you really can begin to live the life you were born to live and live it from a place of inner uh, connection and inspiration. So living uh, living an inspired life from the inside out, that's what we talk about here all the time. Um, you're listening to me, Susan Burrell, and this is living your inspired life we're going to take a short break and then we'll be right back hi this is Susan Burrell of living your inspired life and we air every Sunday from 10 to 11 on KBTA. we are launching an Indiegogo campaign to crowdfund living your inspired life and positive talk radio so please go to living org click on the Indiegogo campaign and contribute to keeping positive talk radio on KVTA Sunday mornings from 10 to 11 welcome back to living your inspired life I'm Susan Burrell and uh, just just let you all know you want to go to living life dot org and First of all, check out some of the authors and conversations I've been having because they're awesome, and I've been talking about that at the first half of the show, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But also, we're running an Indiegogo crowdfunding campaign to keep living your inspired life on the air and to expand it out to uh, other people that really kind of need to hear positive things being said and and how to deal with life from a new perspective. So livingyourinspiredlife.org and please I I already know that you are going to click on the Indiegogo campaign button and contribute because you're listening to me right now so thank you for that so this conversation I've been having uh, me myself and I by the way has been really about uh, sharing with you my thoughts about how I choose to live my inspired life and that and that's really what uh caused the radio show to the radio program to be birthed and a lot of it recently has been navigating this place of um of paradox so today i have you know i've signed up for some positive news kinds of emails and one of them is from Napun Mehta whom we had on our show and we, he and I, had the conversation about uh, giftivism, about giving first without any strings attached. And so his uh, positive news uh, program, if you will, is called DailyGood.org. And I love what he, what they put there. But you know, there's articles to read, and they're always inspirational. But today, I opened it up, and there was a quote from Franz. Kafka that I went, wow, that's just, I love that. So I'm going to read it to you. This is from Napoon Mehta's dailygood.org uh, positive news. And, and actually Napoon says it's news that inspires. Hello. Why wouldn't I have this on living your inspired life, right? So this is what Franz Kafka said. Don't bend. Don't water it down. Don't try to make it logical. Don't edit your own soul according to the fashion. Rather, follow your most intense, intense obsessions mercilessly, follow your most intense obsessions mercilessly. So what do I love about that? I love that he's talking about not watering it down and doing something according to what's popular, you know, not allowing your soul to be expressed. And, And instead he says, do that intensely. Never ending, mercilessly followed that. And so that has definitely become my cornerstone in terms of my life in, in wanting to follow intensely the inner urgings, those divine creative urgings that are cropping up within me. And I'm allowing those to be expressed, not and then this goes back to earlier when I was talking about un, unpacking your burden, uh, your backpack of burdens once I get got rid of that, I really can see that I am. I want to be here to live my life intensely, to live my life mercilessly, to live my life and and express those divine urges, that creativity that keeps bubbling inside of me. And I will tell you, every single person out there has that creativity. I, lots of people go, "Oh, I'm not creative." It's not about can you paint or dance or write a poem. It's about can you figure out a new solution to an old problem? Can you figure out a new way to see life so that you continue to be inspired and grateful and loving life? That's what those divine urges are about. That's what that creativity is about is how can I continue to have fun no matter what's going on in my life? How, and not fun in a disrespectful Um, disregarding way that you know there's people in in my life that are having challenges and I'm just going to be flippant and have fun no I but to live the live the life I was born to live in a way that makes sense to me and no one else I will not edit my soul any longer people I'm listening to Franz Kafka so part of that whole idea for me of of wanting to live my life instead of waiting for life to happen? Okay, hello. How many people are waiting for life to happen? Actually, Tom Spence and I a while back had that conversation, and Tom pointed out that lots of people during the year, time feels like it speeds up because everybody's waiting for the vacation that's going to happen in August. You know, January, they're already waiting for the vacation in August, and then when that vacation comes, they're all excited, and when they come home, they're like, oh, well, there's nothing else to look forward to, and time just speeds up. So how do I live my life now? How do we live our lives now? Oh, wait a minute. It's by being in the now. Huh, now. So how do I get there? How do I get there? Which drives me nuts when people say, well, just be present. Really? Really? And right now, all I can do is worry about how I'm going to pay my mortgage and you're telling me to be present really? And right now all I can worry about is my friend who's in the hospital, but you're telling me to be present. With what? Present with what? So the way I've navigated that for myself is, again, taking time daily to connect. Five minutes a day. I actually take 45 minutes. but And then checking in with myself every hour if I can, or at least a couple times during the day to see what's going on with me. And really tapping back into the truth of who I am that that inner creativity that inception if you will comes from within and I don't need to look outside of myself for anything to supply me with what it is I want I don't need to look out of my outside of myself for anything to supply me with love now do I receive love from other people absolutely love 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 to receive that love people but I I am now in a place where I I want to live my life and therefore if I live my inspired life it means I have to breathe it I have to go within and discern what it is and who I am now and live it from that place so I live it from love lots of people live it from anger I you know I have some family members they live it from anger most of the time and and that's just sad I have some people that live it from sorrow, you know, they're just sad about the outcome of their life and all the regrets and the coulda, woulda, and shouldas, and that's just sad to me. And recognizing that I am constantly at choice, I get to choose right now, and this comes to the now, right? This comes to being present. I get to be present with what is that I can see within myself or feel within myself and what is that is appearing outside of me like with a family member who's over angry or in sorrow or a client who's not manifesting the desire or the bills that are sitting on my kitchen table that need to be paid I can look at those things but they have very little power over me anymore those aren't the things I choose to react to they're things that might need to be uh, dealt with, but I don't have to participate in in the way I used to, which would go into reaction and take them on as a as a responsibility, or, or or get worried that things weren't happening in their life the way it should. You know, all all that stuff. So just being aware, and then what I really also have come to in my life in in becoming. Uh, Trying to live my life from the inside out, from that inner connection of awareness, of awakened consciousness, people. Awakened consciousness is within. You can take as many seminars as you want, but unless you sit down and wake up inside, there ain't nothing conscious about you. You got it? It takes time. It takes practice. And it's not hard. I'm going to tell you again. People go, but it's so hard for me to sit down and meditate for five minutes. Really? Do you have a timer? turn it on sit down and when the timer dings you just meditated truly you just became mindful of just sitting there going waiting for the timer to ding you know if it's all that for 5 minutes when is that darn timer going to go off then that's okay too you just meditated it's not hard it's it's doable i'm telling you right now it's doable and i'm i am the person that used to run away from mindfulness practices I was so afraid to open up that box and look inside and see whatever ugly garbage was stored in there. Now that I've unburdened my backpack, hey man, let's sit down and let's uh, let's let's connect. So for me, there's also this other thing that I've developed uh, over the last few years that is uh, really clear to me now, and that's my what I'm calling my inner GPS, my inner guidance system, and I'm really living my life currently uh not listening trusting more the gps lady in my in my mind and my heart than the one that the people outside of me that are telling me what how i'm supposed to do it well you're supposed to have a business plan or whatever it is you're supposed to have a savings account well you know really i don't have either one of those and i am doing just fine truly there's So I guess what I'm encouraging you guys to do today or contemplate or think about is where do you feel stuck? Where do you feel uh, not free? Where do you feel tied down in your life? And it's not. And and again, I'm going to tell you, it's not about other people. You can go, well, I feel tied down because my wife is blah, blah. No, it's not about her. Well, I feel tied down because my boss didn't give me that. Not about your boss. It's about where within you have you decided to uh, lay down chains and anchor them into concrete because of something you were told as a kid, because of some belief system you bought into from a teacher, because of some bullying experience you had, and therefore you can't. You know, where did you anchor that chain? And, it, and you don't even have to f- really figure out where or why or how. You just have to notice that you've got an anchor that's keeping you stuck and keeping you from living your inspired life, your new life, the way that, the way that you want to live it. And again, going back to the Kafka quote, don't edit your own soul. Don't do that anymore, people it's time for us to be awake to be aware to to move into connection connection within ourselves and then in that connection recognize that we are connected to everyone and everything on this planet then we can move into a place of collaborating of making the world a better place of participating in that you know it's interesting um my son and I got to have a nice drive uh to visit my folks over the weekend and we were listening to Howard Stern of all people on a Sirius FM and he was having a conversation with Jim Carrey and Jim Carrey had just come back uh in this conversation with Howard from a visioning uh, a vision quest uh that he had done uh which is sitting on a mountain fasting and then you have visions you know that's the bottom line there it's very sacred i know people have done it and have had profound experiences and and uh and if you're called to do a vision quest i say go for it but what jim was saying is uh he said you know what i get and totally believe is that we're all one we're all connected and he said if i if i stab you in the hand it hurts me True that, I'm saying. True that, Jim. And he said, and the, and the real truth is we're all love. We're all here to be love, and, and that's it. It's real simple. Yes, I say yes. It's very simple. The truth is we are here to be loved. The truth is we are here to live our lives from the inside out, from that inner connection, from that divine creative urge that keeps wanting to express by means of us. That's the truth. And everything else, all the obstacles we put up or run into are just things that we can overcome. It's not hard, people. It's not hard. So for me, the other thing about living your inspired life is it's not about uh, living my inspired life, at least, is I'm I'm learning how not to future think as much. I, I used to be a big planner. You know, I, if I had a goal, I had to plan how to get there. And I would plan 15, 20 years out. In fact, every time I start a production, my execu- executive producer and I were both visionaries. But she will sit in that crane that I talked about earlier, that bucket with the big overview and I get down on the ground going okay how are we gonna lay this pipe how are we gonna do this what are the to do's and I become very linear and logical and practical and often times that can short-circuit me now so living from a place of not future thinking you know you have to plan your week but not you know 15 years from now and not wishing uh, for something to happen you know, there, there's a. This goes back to the paradox of freedom and intention that I was talking about earlier. Standing in that paradox between freedom and intention is the sweet spot in life where the inspiration, where the uh, true guidance system can happen. And it, you know, okay. Years ago, when I got my first GPS, I was going to a retreat in Joshua Tree. Never been to Joshua Tree in my life. Coming from Ojai to Joshua Tree, plug in the GPS lady. She's rooting me through downtown L.A., through through God knows, whatever. Instead of it taking me however long, two hours to get to Joshua Tree, it took me four and a half. I never once trusted that GPS lady in my car telling me to turn left or right or get on the particular freeway. She, I didn't trust her. And after that, I, I didn't trust That GPS lady for a long time and I realized wow that's a reflection of me not trusting me huh that's a reflection of me not trusting me so what happens now I've got a smartphone I turn on the GPS she says left I go okay okay because you know what's the worst that's going to happen I'm going to get lost big deal I will always find my way back home that's true too I will always find my way back home that's a truth for all of us and the way back home is through our heart the way back home is through mindfulness practice the way back home is by getting quiet and getting rid of the garbage that we keep putting in our backpack thinking that's what life is about and just being centered so that like in the quote Howard Falco quote that I read earlier the the pool that I've been stirring all that can settle and I can see clearly I can see clearly so Moving from future thinking into present can bring us uh, into a play, okay, my experience, because I can only talk about it from my experience, as being as present as possible, which takes uh, a lot of awareness on my part at times, uh, has helped me to heal into happiness, to become happier because I'm not in the future worrying about what's going to happen. Is this going to work? Am I going to have enough? Is this a, the right person? Is, is the right job? I'm not. If I stop that part, I can be in a place of, oh, but right now I'm really happy because I get to play with my dog. Or right now I'm really happy because I'm in my favorite store. Right now I'm really happy because I, I'm walking with a friend right now. And I don't have to worry about half an hour from now or three years from now. So there's another woman that I had on the show, MJ Ryan, and her book was ch- about change. And again, another great, fun conversation with, with MJ because it, you know, it was all about the change you don't want. How to handle the change you don't want. Hello, that has been my life for the last few years, a change I didn't want. And yet it was a change for the better, which is true, people every change is always for the better when you get to the other side of it. So uh, MJ says there is always more than one way to deal with your situation even when it's not of your choosing and you'd rather have different options. If you can't do it easily, brainstorm with a friend. When we look at multiple possibilities, we increase our sense of freedom and therefore increase the likelihood of a satisfying result. Otherwise, we tend tend to stay unhappily caught in a hole, with no exit and that's not a way to live your life. Thank you MJ. I agree with you. It's it's true. If we don't have the opportunity to open up our vision to see more than one possibility, we really are caught in a hole with no exit. There's no there's no exit sign. There's not even another door. We're just sitting in the in a hole. And that's the thing that I encourage here on living your inspired life all the time is to really get to a place where where, where you or I, me, can see other possibilities, other opportunities, other ways of looking at a situation because my perspective may not be the best perspective for me, even though it's a perspective I want to hold on to and I want to maybe be right about. It doesn't mean that that's what's actually true or what's happening all around us. And again, like uh, Greg Lavoie said, the more you open up your perspective the more you can educate and inform yourself and then you can make a better choice so living living your inspired life is a very fluid thing when you're living from the inside out it's there's no rigidity about it you have to be willing to be fluid and allow uh, whatever is showing up to be considered and then Either you make that your choice or to have it to be expressed. So being free and 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 yet anchored in intentionality, but not stuck there is really important and allowing the love that you are. And I'm going to tell you, I was having a conversation with my son. Are you dating or who's the girlfriend? He's not dating yet. I don't know, mom. I don't I don't know that I'm I'm. I think I'm a very closed person. And I went, wow, that, I don't think that's the truth of who you are. I think the truth of who you are is you're a very private person. And you are able to love people because how you love your friends. And that perspective being reflected to him shifted everything. I literally saw a change come over his face, everything, because he is love. And that's the truth for all of us. We may be covering it up. We may have closed the door to it. We may have done it out of protection or or reaction or rejection. But the love that we are is, is the thing that I choose to flow and uh, engage in in my life in order to live an inspired life without entanglements, without attachment, loving as much as I humanly can without any without any attachment to what I'm going to get from it so one of the things that I know again that Nipun Meta on our show talked about is in order to live my life I have to give I have to give of my life give of myself give of my heart so I'm encouraging anyone who's listening to living your inspired life right now to really sit with that how can I live my inspired life how can you live your inspired life and I'm going to end here with a, a couple of affirmations for you to go out with so here's some affirmations people I am in charge of my life and how I choose to live it I am responsible for the reactions I have to the outcome of intentions as well as the obstacles I encounter on the way I am not responsible for how, how others live or view their life and I release I release all burdens in my life and lived and live an inspired life from a place of freedom intentionality and love. And so it is. Namaste. Well, that wraps up our chat for today. Thanks for joining me. And if you want to learn more, go to SusanBurrell.com. You can contact me through the website. There's blogs for you to read. There are videos to watch. And remember, I am an intuitive healer and spiritual guide at the crossroads of life. And I would be more than honored to help you on your journey to live an empowered life. And so it is, namaste.